I'm John C. Cox. And I'm John P. Cox. And this is Total Listing. According to the Internet Movie Database. Database. <laughs> the Internet Movie Database. Where, where else would you go for the top ten movies of all time? And this is not just, you know, two or three guys that work there who own the place that have decided. No, no, no. This is the user ratings. Hundreds of thousands mm. of IMDB members, people in the Writers Guild, filmmakers, critics, all that malarkey. They've done it. They've done the list. IMDB probably... is the people's choice, isn't it? It's not Surely. snobbery. It's the people's choice. I think so. I hope so, anyway, because that's what we aim for. Um, now it's look, also the easy, most easily yeah. available list. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's the real reason why we've picked it. Now, you've probably had a little look at this list already for yourself, thinking, oh, I want to watch a classic this yeah. weekend. What Knowing the watch? type of guys that you are that listen, yeah. guys and girls, you like classics. You do. You know, you're there watching. Your, well, I won't name any films, <laughs> but you're probably at the theatre, right? And you're on the way to the theatre listening to this. Yeah, yeah. In, your, in your AirPods. Yeah. No wires attached, are they? You've just got them straight in your ears. Yeah. You Much can afford better, that. And you've got that little plastic pouch you keep them in, in your inside pocket of your very expensive jacket. Montclair jacket. Yeah. Right, let's have some guesses then. Let's well, it. let's go in. Now, I think I'm already aware of what comes in at number one on okay. IMDb. It's very honest of you. And I, because I've, I've looked, looked at it many years ago. I haven't yeah. looked at it recently, okay? Yeah. All right? Before, Before you start, start accusing me. God, we're getting all sorts of letters coming into our P.O. box. Oh, it's all scripted, it's all scripted. No, it isn't. No, it's not. Bastards. I know it sounds scripted. Yeah, I mean, you know, we are obviously eloquent geniuses. We are. It's hard to imagine that we just come up with this off of it our is. cuffs. But we do. But we do. Straight off of our respective cuffs. And that's Go why on. you pay nothing for it to yeah. listen for free. We all get what we deserve. We what, what do you think's number one? I think number one, at that time of my last reading, probably mm. in about 2012, was The Shawshank Redemption. You're absolutely spot on. The Shawshank okay. Redemption is number Number one. It's a classic. Um, director, I didn't know the director before I looked at this list. The director is Frank Darabont. Yeah. Familiar with that name? That was um, a new one on me, to be honest. Not really. No. Uh, I don't know any of his in, other workings. Obviously, Tim Robbins, Morgan Freeman make the film, came out in 1994. It's just a classic, isn't it? It's quite What I would say is it's a little bit heavy going. It's a bit like, yeah. you've got to be in the right mood. It's not like one of those ones where you just... You know, I've got some films that I love. I don't really re-watch films, but there's some of my favourites. If it's on the telly, I'll just dip in for 10 mm. minutes and think, oh, yay. Oh, it's this bit, great. You mm. don't want to just dip into 10 minutes of Shawshank Redemption, no. do you, really? No, you don't. You've got to be in, because it's so great, you've got to give it the time and watch the whole lot. Yeah, unless it's the 10 minutes where he's like actually doing the escape bit and then he gets outside and he's like, oh. Yeah, the redemption. I'm not going to say spoiler alert for a film that came out in 1994 and no. it's the greatest film of all yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, honestly, <laughs> come on. Spoilers abound yeah. today, folks, just to warn you. I'm going to say, um, well, let's wrap up on that. I appreciate yeah. it being at number one. Yep. For me, it's not the best film ever. No. But I can see why people love it. People love redemption. They do. That is a big revenge, redemption, yeah. that kind of feeling of justification. Like, you could stand up in the cinema on first yeah. viewing and cheer and scream like he does at the end, not doing any uh, spoiler alerts again, but, you know, whatever. If you don't re- recognise the bit of him getting out in the rain going, yeah. then, you know, don't listen to this. Exactly. And I think, and also, that's if you're sitting at home thinking human. about... Thinking about trying to write a film, maybe. Consider that. We love redemption. Oh, we do. Redemption is probably top of the list of things we enjoy. There is a lot more uh, on the theme of redemption yeah, in this I can list. Imagine. And there's also a lot more on the theme of 
my word, you need to be in the right mood to watch this film. Well, I'm going to go yeah. with one of those now. Go on. Then. And I'm going to go for a classic again. Go on. Uh, the Godfather. It's gone with The Godfather. Now, part one. The Godfather, part one, is in at number two. Yeah. You've got one and two. Whereas I assume with Godfather fans, The Godfather Part 3 comes in at number 988,226. Because people hate that. Very possibly. I don't really know why. Um, The Godfather Part 1 came out in 1972. It has the same rating as The Shawshank Redemption. Those two are ahead of the pack on 9.2, according to IMDb. And Mm -hmm. that one was uh, Pacino and Brando. Of course, James Kahn. FF Coppola in the director's box yet, James Kahn. What I say about The Godfather is I've seen that one. Yeah. Okay. I've seen that one, and it just stressed me out. Really. <laughs> yeah. I just well, found I'm gonna, it too. Uh, it's it was hard. like Goodfellas, but just too. Yeah. Like Goodfellas on Royal. Do you know what it is? It, it's Goodfellas at the theatre. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Goodfellas is a the velvet beer drinking football lout, mm. and uh, you know the Godfather. Listen about the Godfather. I appreciate it. It's, it's, again, it's not necessarily my kind of thing, like the Shawshank Redemption, Shawshank Redemption which is hard to say, isn't. <laughs> but, um, like, you know, rewatch, mm-hmm. take it in, yeah. look at the epicness, the glorious scenery, the slow time taken over, the conversations and everything. It's that. Yeah, the cinematography. We'll just use the words, whenever we don't really know what we're talking mm-hmm. about, we're going to say cinematography. That's going to come up a lot today. Now, just pause. The cinematography is just excellent, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's incredible. Best That's, cinematography? I would say probably. Maybe Oscar, second to The Shawshank Redemption. Academy, mm, I'm going to say it beats First. it on cinematography. Yeah, maybe it does. Shawshank Redemption it does. beats it on that feel-good factor. Yeah, okay. I'll go feel bad, that. then feel extra good because you yeah. felt bad factor. Yeah. Ultimate redemption. Ultimate, yeah. A man's life and liberty doesn't get more severe than that. So sweet. Really nice turn of phrase back there. You've got... Um, <laughs> now... You've just said The Godfather Part 1. Yeah. There's a very obvious next guess. Yeah, and, and I fell asleep during this one. Cover your ears, everyone out there. You know, yeah. I, it, it was it was quite late and I was quite young. The Godfather Part 2. The Deuce. Godfather Part 2 is in at number four. So there is a really? film wow. between The Godfather Part 1 and 2. It came out just two years later and it was uh, basically De Niro came in for Brando. Yeah. Was the change in the lineup. He plays um, young Brando. Exactly. Uh, I've not seen that one. Sorry, everyone. Mm. That's sacrilegious. I'm here telling you all about the best films ever, and I've not seen The Godfather Part Two. I tried. The first one just stressed me out, and it's above me. Yeah. It's above. It's me. above him. You know, it's culturally yeah. above me. That's the truth. The reason. So if you liked it, it's probably because you're better than me. That's why. Yeah. Well, take take that, so, and you know, and really enjoy that. And yeah, yeah. Live off that for a little while. You're better yeah. than us. Soaking all right. You're better than us. Soak in it. Enjoy it. Yeah. People agree with you, not us. Exactly. Look, we've got those two out of the way, which I'm glad about. Yeah. Because uh, the Godfather Part Two is kind of, um, it's like it's kind of like the prequel in a way, but it does the prequel combined with the sequel, which is a pretty nice idea because <laughs> it's got. Odd. That sounds almost impossible. <laughs> in the first one, mm. Al Pacino is becoming the boss okay. to replace his father, That's, and yep. in the second one, he kind of is the boss, having replaced his father. However, we see by through De Niro how his father became the boss originally right okay that's what's going okay. on okay yeah that's why I just yeah. gave up I think it's, it, yeah there's a lot <laughs> there's a lot to look at yeah yeah, uh, and you know, three hours or something isn't it it's I, very long look at some point in my life I am going to watch yeah them do all. it they're on the list um, you probably yeah. like the third one more than all the others do you reckon probably because I'm a stupid bastard because, because we're thick <laughs> 
I think there are more guns in the third. That's one. a good yeah, start. That's a good start. More guns, the better a film is, yeah. I believe. Well, it's typical. Now, look, Let's you're stalling, on. and I know why you're stalling. No, I Because now yeah. it's got a bit difficult, isn't it? Yeah, it has. Well, I've, I've, I've got another one. He's got another one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He's got one in the chamber. It's from a similar fact. time period. I think it's actually from 1969, Ooh. and it's by who I would personally. Oh, opinions creeping in now, isn't it, guys? Yeah, mm. no one wants to be, in my opinion. But Stanley Kubrick's got to be. He's got to be numero uno. He's got to be top three for all of you film buffs out there, which you all are. And I think. You know, for many people, they're going to go for 2001, A Space Odyssey. 2001, A Space Odyssey is not in the top 13 films of all time. Swear word. Swear word, A. Let's just, let's just move let's swiftly. Let's just draw a line under that and go away. I wonder if Stanley makes it in anywhere else. You can tell me um, if he does or doesn't. If you don't have the directors listed there, then Oh, no, I do, I do. I do have the directors listed. Um, Kubrick, let's have a little checky check. I don't think so. I don't think so, mate. Sacrilege. I don't swear think word. He's in Another there. swear Another word. Another sw- a different, worse swear word. Well, I'm just crossing out all the notes I've been making while we've been talking <laughs> really fast. <laughs> he is scribbling with the vigour of an angry, angry man. A bit more opinion for me. The Shining's got to be great, hasn't it? You know, that's got Jack Nicholson, the best actor. That's one of my favourite films. It's ever. got Stephen King, the best writer of pithy short stories. For, yeah, very well. And put. it's got Stanley exactly Kubrick, that. the best director and. Filmmaker with all the layers and layers upon layers, the shining, plots within plots within scenes and sounds and sights within each other. Absolutely, The Shining for me will never age. I don't think because That's it's so got good. that thing where what what carries it is the acting. Yeah, the best actor ever. All right, shut up, all of you lot. He's unbelievable. He's he's he, again. He's you, you can't not have him in your top three. Um, so let's go other big classics from that sort of. There's a glory period, let's say, in the sort of seventies, wasn't there, guys? Apocalypse Now. He's gone Apocalypse Now, and it's not in the list. Right, God. Okay, now we're really, we're on thin ice here. We are on the thinnest of ice. Now, what I would you say know, I would, to you... I would, listen, I wouldn't have put that in the top ten, but I know a lot of people would. And there are about 400 different versions of that film as well. So, yeah. You know. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to give you one a one-word piece of advice yeah. from this point forward. Two wrong so far. Fine. Still can get it within 15 easily. Think epic. Okay. Epic is okay. the word I'm giving you. Yeah, I think we should get back. I think I'm I'm straying towards not opinion, but um, let's say being a bit of a snob, being mm. a bit of a knob, knobbery, snobbery, knobbery, snobbery. They're quite. I wouldn't say they were cult films because, like, they're especially two thousand and one. No, no, no. They're amazing films. Yeah. But like, they're just that tiny bit beneath these ones. Yeah. Okay. The real epic. And I'm forgetting that we're going IMDb, which is IMDb. for the people where everyone just gets involved and like, I had fun watching this film. That's what it's about. Exactly. So and you're not going to have that and, much and fun with it. just to clarify, I think 2001 was in the top sort of 20. Yeah. Epics. Yes, so I think epic. I think we're probably going to have to put one of the Lord of the Rings is in there. Okay. So let's maybe call it the Return of the King. The Return of the King is in at number seven. Very okay. good. So the Return of the King came out in 2003. That has a rating of 8.9. Uh, you know, we all know Lord of the Rings, don't we? Peter Jackson, Viggo Mortensen. Yeah, not much to be said about that, really. No, Lord not, of the Rings. Not, not much more. Uh, do you know the guy who plays um, Sam? Do you know his name? I didn't know his yeah, name. Yeah, he's called it up. S- oh, someone, Sean Austin. That's exactly Sean right. Sean Astin. Yeah, Astin, yeah. And he was uh, Mikey out of the Goonies. <laughs> These are Smarties buttons. These are so nice. There's a little green one in there. Mm. (laughs) 
God, I can't believe we've never done this before. Hey? 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 Modern classic epics. Now, um, you know, I'd, and if I were you, I'd very much stick on that theme. But okay, that's well, you, what it? one do people like least? Mm. I would say I'm I'm a I'm a Lord of the Rings fan. I haven't watched it for ages, but I was a big fan, particularly as a youth. Oh, it's great, Lord of the Rings. I mean, my favourite was probably Return of the King, and people probably put the Two Towers as the maybe the the least favourite of the three. So I'd say maybe Fellowship of the Ring. Fellowship of the Ring is in at number nine. Very well done. Nice. So I will say that the Return of the King is the highest ranked yeah. Lord of the Rings. And so Fellowship of the Ring is the second highest ranked in at number nine. It's 8.8, .8, just point one behind. Where's Two Towers come? 16th, 17th? Two Towers like is 13th. Right. It was, it was the bottom wow. of the uh, the Mulligan pile. Because we've got okay. sort of three three permissible Mulligans today. Okay. Uh, well, well done, Lord of the Rings. Well, what I'm going to say about Lord of the Rings quickly before we move on, it's not stalling. I just don't think there'll ever be a film that uh that's a fantasy film or mm -hmm. a, you know anything that can maybe come under sort of fantasy or sci-fi where it looks as good as lord of the rings because now it's all about computer graphics it's all about mm. cgi so they made like those hobbit films but like the orcs and the enemies and things and all the stuff was cgi whereas in lord of the rings obviously there's some cgi and some of it is, is dated but you know how, how else are you going to make an ent a walking tree or a troll <laughs> you know those aren't real um but you don't know all that. the orcs and the elves and everything they're all wherever possible real people wearing mm. like real made armor, and there are thousands of them. And all the noise is really thou They went to like a football stadium and got all the people yeah. to be the orcs there, and it's just madness. They had just had real armies. They actually assembled armies for that film with real quality made weapons and stuff. Yeah. So anyone who's into a bit of classic fantasy fighting, and you know, deep down, who's not? We can all yeah, pretend we're not, but we, fight, we want a bit of a sword fight against an, an orc or two. You know, that's the best looking ever. Orc battle, isn't it really? The, Lord definitely. Of the Rings. Apparently, they for like the auditions, they'd specified like, "Hi guys, we're looking for people that have sort of got like weird, messed up faces and teeth and stuff to come and play orcs." Because <laughs> yeah. obviously, there's makeup and all that, like yeah. the costumes involved. But they wanted people that were a bit weird, not, weird not conventionally handsome, not conventionally handsome, very diplomatically. <laughs> yeah. Right. Listen, let's move on. We've got five of the top ten. You've only had eight guesses, and one of those guesses. Okay. Uh, doesn't count because that was Lord of the Rings Two Towers, which is in the Mulligan pile. Yeah, and I, I was saying it as so a... only seven, only two incorrect guesses so far. But we are now out of Godfather and Lord of the Rings territory. And once you're away from those two, you're in the wilderness yeah, of confusion. I, I think we're all into Stick. individual films now. Yeah, epic and canonical. I mean, that kind of goes without saying anyway, because of course these are canonical. I mean, yeah. there's you know we've got a, we've got there's one uh, very modern, very modern. But beyond that. So the um, one from 1996. Ooh, there are a couple from the 1990s. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll take my guess. There Titanic. are a couple from the 1990s. Titanic's not in the list, I'm okay. afraid. Okay. No, and personally, I was quite happy about that. No offence to any Titanic yeah, no. fans out there, but it's, it's I think great. it's well, I think it's bloody overrated. It's just a real yeah, story maybe. of what happened, yeah. and it's just you know. Yeah, where's the where's the you know where's the art in that? Yeah. It's like a documentary. This is yeah, a badly made, poorly researched documentary. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We're going to get some comments Say about that. Say goodnight. A couple in the 90s, one in the noughties, yeah. and then we're going up into 
Uh, th there's one in the 50s, one in the 60s of the ones that remain. So two, okay. two in That's the 90s. Well, I was thinking back to some, some epics of the 50s and 60s, mm -hmm. and I'm going to say Ben-Hur. There is no Ben-Hur. No, fine. Okay. There is no Ben-Hur. It's That's, about 17 that days That sounds long. to me like a very intelligent guess, but I don't really know that film. It's, is, it from, it's, is it from back in the 60s, e.g.? I don't know when it's from. Oh, I think it, very early 60s, maybe even yeah. late 50s. That sounds right. I think it's from the 50s. Mm. I might be wrong. There's like Spartacus, Ben-Hur, mm. a couple of other, like Lawrence of Arabia. Right, Like some yeah. mega epics. They're proper old. The days of the original 50s, epic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Let's move uh, on. I'll give you the exact years if you're listening. Yeah, go on, let's have that. See if those exact years give you any help. So number three came out in 2008. Number five came out in 1957. Number six in 1993. Number eight in 1994. And number 10 in 1966. I may ask you to repeat those, but I heard 1993. You did. And I think that has to be the original CGI monster, Jurassic Park. Incorrect. Oh, for bollocks sake. <laughs> No Jurassic Park. Um, I will say Jurassic Park, I'm a huge fan of the original Jurassic Parks and even the new ones, which objectively are not great, probably, I quite like for the old nostalgia factor. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, could we one day do it? I've always wondered since a little, being a little it child. It seems so feasible. When you watch Jurassic Doesn't Park, it? the idea is like, yeah, and I get the it. the tree and the mosquito DNA and, oh, my God, we can actually do this. Such a we? brilliant... You know how a lot of films don't have much of a good story to explain how they get to the point where we start having fun? Yeah. That has a great story to Perfect explain that. concept. And it's interesting, and it's all like, you know, it all just works, doesn't it? And you're, yeah. you're interested, and you're absorbed in it. What's his name? Michael Crichton? The book guy wrote the books? I don't know. Michael Cretin? Michael Cretinous boy. So yeah, no Jurassic Park, okay. which personally is a bit of a shame, I would say. Can I have some um, years again? You can. So look, let's, let's, hone, let's hone in on number three. 2008, um, star-studded cast, not all of them still alive. Good Lord. Is it Batman? Is it Batman with Heath Ledger? And that one's called The Dark Knight. Oh, he's there. <laughs> he's got it. He's pulled it out of the back of his tongue. I mean, well Christopher done. Nolan gets the plaudits of the modern day, of that kind of era at least. I think... He, he was a big winner. Yeah, just the combination of, you know, Christian Bale, Heath Ledger. Is what's his face in that one? Old Michael Caine is the helper. Yeah, Michael Caine is, is in that one? Albert. Albert, Alfred, Albert, 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 Alfred. Yeah. He's either Uncle Albert or Granddad. Yeah. One of those two. Yeah, just Heath Ledger. And a, a, I'm quite a Christian Bale fan as well, which may, oh, yeah, may not like, be the coolest thing to say. No, it's, it's not cool. He's American, him. but he's Welsh. Christian he's Bale. all sorts, but you hear him speak various different he's accents. straight up Welsh. Yeah, I, I think he was a, from childhood a, a dual nationality guy. Yeah, yeah. Probably. He's great. And, you know, Batman is super popular. We've, yeah. got a, we've taken a super popular subject matter and some big actors, big directors, big budget, Absolutely. franchise stuff. Always gonna, and it's, a it's well always going to win. It's a well-made film. Yeah, it's great as well, isn't it? Yeah. You know, the problem at the end with the bomb who hasn't and enjoyed, stuff. Who hasn't the, enjoyed a bit of Batman or a bit of superheroes at some point? Exactly. We all have, haven't we? So, look, you've got um, the top four you've all got. There's number five. Um, is has a rating of 9.0, the same mm. as The Dark Knight and The Godfather Part 2. Uh -huh. And that completes the list of the nine and above. Now, that film came right. out in 1957 and was directed by Sidney Lumet, or Lumet, perhaps, L-U-M-E-T. That gives you any sort of inkling. What about you? Uh, Does that help at all? Sidney Lumet. Now, perhaps I'll give you the lead actor. Yeah, I mean, the, that Sydney, well. does, he doesn't, I don't recognise the name really, I feel a Nor did I, no, nor did I until I read it, nor did I okay. until I read it. I'll tell you, it's, it features Henry Fonda, this film. 
on refunder. Oh, on I refunder. think that gives it straight away to me, and I think Ooh. it's twelve angry. He's men. got it. Well done. No, no, that's good knowledge from, to get it from just Henry Fonda like that. Yeah, especially for two young pups like us. You probably got that before us at home, didn't you? Well done, Sydney didn't you? Lumet. Yeah, it's L-U-M-E-T. Maybe French, maybe Lumet. Sydney Lumet. Lumet. Maybe. Not it's sure probably, how you say it. In America, you, frankly, you make up your own surname. Sydney Lumet. Yeah, yeah you, you can, can just have what you can have whatever you want. Yeah. 100%. Uh, okay, that's good. That's good. Is that the oldest one on this list? That is the oldest one on this list, okay. yes. We have got number 10 came out in 1966, so only nine years later. Okay. Um, and then we've got two films from the 90s, 1993. Fine. The golden uh, age for me. So I'll give you... Let's let's hone in on number six, which is the highest one on the list you haven't got yet. Okay. Um, you only had thirteen guesses, by the way, and one of those was your Lord of the Rings, Malibu. So number six, nineteen ninety. I didn't. I didn't guess that. Let's just roll it back. Here. All right. Okay. I wasn't guessing. Okay. That. Let's go twelve. I let's said I 12. think that's the least popular. I, I was I was keeping that out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. If Sco- you scores twelve, dare. Let's scores twelve. Right. Let's scores twelve. Goodness me! Just need to calm him down sometimes. <sighs> it's very touchy about his score. Listen, number six, nineteen ninety three, eight point nine. So what what was the what did the Shawshank Redemption get just quickly? Uh, nine point two. Nine point two. These are all sort of rounded to one so decimal no, place. Nothing, nothing's got even near the dizzying heights oh, of no. ten. No, 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 no. We're not there. Yet. Nice. Oh, it's a species. We're not there. Yet. We've got a long way to go. It's the room. Yeah, leave some room to improve. That's go. good, isn't it? That's what we're all about. The future. All you budding um, filmmakers. Now, a clue to number six, nineteen ninety three, is if I told you who the lead actor was. Yeah. I think you'd probably get it very very quickly. Okay, that's interesting. And it's quite a unique. Film, okay. How are you getting on at home with this? Well, yeah. There are more and much more obvious clues I can give you to that one. Now the night, the, the film era. that's nineteen ninety four, rating eight point eight, is probably. I wouldn't say it was my favourite film on this list, but if I had to go and watch one of the films in this, I, list, I know what it is from the year. Uh, <laughs> I just got it. Is it Pulp Fiction? It's Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> I thought I'd stop you there. I very was like, very good. Um, of course, it's that on the list. Everyone loves that one. I'm a fan. It's a good film. The music's great. The acting's good. It's a good laugh. That film. Isn't it's it? good. It's a good LARP. Year. Uh, yeah. Okay. In at number yeah, eight. Nice to, to see that it. one up so high. Eight point eight. Um, although I don't think it's Tarantino's best film. I think his best film is Inglorious Bastards, which is not on the list. But have you ever seen that one? Yeah. The one where Brad Pitt is Aldo Rain. Also a lot of fun. I'm not Great the film. most enormous Tarantino um, lover. I don't like... A lot of people follow him, let's mm. say, like you were a band. They're like, mm. oh, a Tarantino film's out. I will go and see it. Yeah. Uh, I do cool. like I do like his films. Yeah, Pulp Fiction again. Yeah, that's, I'll, I'll always watch a bit of that. Mm. Again, I think sometimes it's just a little bit beyond me. Yeah, fair. There's like a thousand references to a Japanese film from 1928 yeah. that I don't understand. So there are bits of the film where I'm like... Okay, I know that that's doing something and it's there for a reason, but frankly, I have no idea what it is. He, Tarantino was like, or is like, a proper film nerd, isn't he? That's what he'll do. Yeah. He, he almost won't have a scene in a film unless it's a reference to some obscure yeah. ancient cinematic so, something or other. Sometimes I find myself sitting there thinking, you know, okay, what is that about? Which isn't, which isn't a bad thing. Perhaps it's actually a good thing. But it was nice to see him get a film. On the yeah, list. no, for sure. no, but um, deserved. I'm going to yeah. say deserved. He's brought yeah. a lot of people, a lot of joy, Absolutely. and he's definitely going to get to the top ten IMDb for yeah. sure. I mean, yeah, I'm kind of a Scorsese fan. Have we had any mm. of them? Um, yeah, I like Scorsese as well, but I think I don't think there is one in '93 because no. I can think of Goodfellas, and I think that's 1990. No. And there's Casino in '95. There's some De Niro and Joe Pesci options. Yeah, that's my kind of bag. But there's no Scorsese on this list, sadly. No. There was maybe one in between, which is Cape Fear. 
Yeah, that sounds right. But early 90s, I don't know. No, I think yeah, it's I think so. Then. I think so. Yeah. Okay, Fact but check let's move us on. on that, Fact check us. Uh, uh, so yeah, number six, uh, 1993, 8.9. Um, and I, what I'll say about it is that it was directed by Steven Spielberg. Okay. I thought you might... I thought we might drop that name in after I mentioned Scorsese. I don't know why he's the you know he's the next next in line. Yeah, perhaps the first in line. Yeah, I'm always the last in, in line. <laughs> in terms of popularity, I think Spielberg probably takes the cake. Um, yeah, he does. Doesn't this he? film is horrible. There's your clue. It's horrible. I mean, what do you mean that in the American sense? Like this film is horrible. I mean it in the sense that I said it. This film yeah. is horrible. You hate this film. No. No. You think there's horrible stuff in it. Yeah. You do. Stuff like what? It's, like it's, holding someone down and tickling them. Yeah, like for yeah. ages. A, really too long. Yeah, until they're nearly sick. <laughs> no, way okay. worse stuff than that. Yeah, way worse. Way worse. God, I, can, I can't really conceive of much He worse. said He said that, by the way, because that's what I was doing to him. Yeah. A minute ago when we were having a cup of tea in the kitchen. But it was. More about that in a new episode. Yeah. Top ten times we had a tea break. And tickled each other too yeah. much. Chances are, you or someone you know has been killed by an owl. Here at Howard's Anti-Owl Emporium, we say no more. Introducing Beak Spray. Just one litre, fired at high velocity from your Beak Spray cannon, will turn a pesky eight-foot owl into a harmless mound of ash. Beak Spray. Stay strong. Um, okay, right. So horrible so, stuff. So truly Spielberg. horrible stuff. Kind of horrible stuff in the opposite sense that we're talking now. Really terrible, awful things happen in this film. Okay. I don't know if this is by Steven Spielberg. Okay. But I do know it's acted by... Liam Neeson. Okay. And I think it's Schindler's List. You're absolutely bloody spot on. It is a Spielberg, is it? Schindler's okay. List gets in. Yeah, I, I didn't really know it was one of his either. Found that out. It's I, I was a film called Lists on one of our lists. Was, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Shame it's such a you know horrendous film. Um Yeah. But the um but You like that evidently, guys. Hey, look, we like a bit of real apparently. Can't really knock it. I was surprised to see it so high up on the list, I will say. I thought it might sneak in like around the border of ten eleven. Um, yeah, it, I'm surprised I mean, it's being... People, like, I would say it's probably an important film, but if you say to yourself, oh, I'm going to sit down and watch a film now, what shall I watch? I mean, Schindler's List is like, bloody hell. Something yes, really... it's a hard hitter. Yeah, it's, you've, got, it's you've really got to mentally prepare to watch a film like that. You I have, imagine. but it's also, it is, it's done in a, such a way that it's also just some good watching, mm. isn't it? Yeah, I suppose so. Do you know what I mean? You can just you can get by cinematically. In terms of the cinematography, oh. yeah, the cinematography is second to almost none. It's unreal. Yeah, it's got some great actors. I mean, I think Liam Neeson wasn't like super popular in, until he did that, and then he became mega massive. I think that was his springboard, wasn't it? Cause it's nineteen ninety three, and Liam Neeson's not that old now. He is. Oh, is he? Is he I, know, I know exactly how old he is. is he, He's he, seventy at time of recording. Oh, really? I would have guessed almost ten years younger than that. So. Fair enough. Yeah, that's a bit older than I thought. No, well, you know, it's because he's playing action. for his age, though, He it? does. He's, he's finally starting to seem a little bit old, but yeah, of course. Would you describe him great. as the white Bruce Lee? <laughs> well, after Taken. Yeah. Uh, surely that goes to Chuck Norris. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Um, after that, yeah. I'd describe him as the white Chuck Norris. The white Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, nice. Liam Neeson, you are the white Chuck Norris. Congratulations. <laughs> 
Well um, done, Liam. Okay, that's yeah, great. Well done you as Rafe, well. Because Ralph on... slash Rafe finds in it, obviously. We Ralph, love him. Rafe, Ralph. Yep. He's great, isn't he? Um, but yeah, I'm doing well. You're doing very, very well. You've got nine out of ten, and you've only had 14 guesses. 15. 14 guesses, because oh, mm. we're not counting that Lord of the Rings one. Don't bring it Why up. Are we? Don't bring that up. Okay. And I'm excited to tell you what 11 and 12 are, because they're... You know, two two films that I very much. I'd like to chime in as well on what I think should be there for hours and hours. So buckle up, buckle in, strap on. Yeah, strap on, strap in. (laughs) All those safety related words. Yeah. Number ten came out in nineteen sixty. Clickety click. Nineteen sixty World Cup year Um, has a rating of eight point eight and was directed by a man called Sergio Leone. That's a name that will, I'm sure, ring bells to you. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of his collaborations with Clint Eastwood now, and anything, Daniel Morricone. Before you say anything, have you got it at home from what I've said and what he's just said? I think he might have it. I have. I think he Once might Upon have a it. Time in America. Once Upon a Time in America is incorrect. Oh. So, no, in the West. It's not Once, no, which, upon, which it's one once is it? upon a Time anyway. Not Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Are you, thinking, are you perhaps thinking of La La Land? No, I'm thinking oh. of Once Upon a Time in America, which is an epic by Sergio Leone, probably from slightly later than 66. Well, in that case, it must be one of the Dollars trilogy. So maybe The Good, The Bad and The Ugly. The Good, The Bad and The Ugly right. is in at number 10. Very good knowledge. Well done. You immediately knew it was in that bunch. Yeah. Um, yeah, Clint and is it, how do you say his name? Eli Wallach. Wallach. I always say Wallach. I don't know. I, I don't know. Wallash. I tried to look up the uh, phonetics on Wikipedia. Have you ever done that before? It doesn't help at all. No. It just tells you it in like Cyrillic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Oh, and how you pronounce it is, oh, you need to learn Sanskrit before you know. Here's, okay, a, here's the thing. I did know how to do the phonetic alphabet. I think really? it is at some point. Okay. Yeah, yeah you're, you're a bit of a linguist, aren't you, I suppose? I can't do it anymore, but I can I can get something from it. But yeah, uh, there's him. Yeah, but it's all about Clint Eastwood, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like that least of the three what's known as Dollars Trilogy. What are the other two? A Fistful of Dollars okay. for a few dollars more and The Good, The Bad and The Ugly. And you think The Good, The Bad and The Ugly is the weakest of the three? Well, it's the longest of the three. Mm. And I, not that I'm anti-long. I'm pro-long. <laughs> I'm prolonging <laughs> this episode. I'm prolonging how anti-long I am. No, listen, I'm, 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 I'm all for a long film. But, mm. I, it's, you know, there's something to be said for wrapping a film up in... Well, I'll say these days. I would have said 90 minutes, but... 110 minutes yeah okay that's a good level I think a story can be told in that okay it's a visual uh, let me just say something again the cinematography is what is taking up a lot of the time of that film but is is what's loved it builds tension you know the finale scene there's sort of three minutes of no talking just shots of their eyes Mm. while they're ready to have a a shootout would you describe it as a visual tour de force I suppose I would yeah Yeah. and it's got more of a kind of good soundscape um, well absolutely now that's that's the best thing about those Mm. films Ennio Morricone is yep. the composer and it's just got great, great Good tunes. Info. So th- th- they're classic collaborations between the, the, the director and the composer, the scorer there. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of time taken, but it's got a bit more of that kind of historical epic feel because it's got a sort of background of the American Civil War, mm. whereas the others are just fun stories in and of themselves a little bit more. So that's probably why this one's made it and the others haven't, I yeah. guess, because this one's got a bit more. I like substance. for a few dollars more most, I think, but this one has, yeah, Spans it's got that, genres. it's got a bit more of that and it's just got a bit more of that epic feel. Mm. Yeah, interesting. Well, there's neither of those other two have made it into the Mulligan bin of three. No, no, definitely not. In which Lord of the Rings Two Towers is 13th with 8.7. There's another one with 8.7 in at 12. And then the film in at number 11 on the list has a rating of 
Eight, we've got a bit of time. Go on, what do you reckon? Both of these so other two... I've got 11 and 13 to get, yeah. Uh, 11 and 12. Of these other two, uh, both in the 90s. One was 1994 and one was 1999. 1999. I'm thinking. And these are films that are very much canonical for like people our age and you know a little mm-hmm. bit older than us. Um, we're about just, 30. Just excellent films. Yeah. Okay. About, how old are you? We're about 30. Uh, now I'll give you a bit. I'll give you I'll narrow it down a little bit. Go on, give me some so, narrow. So the, the 94 film is kind of a. Uh, so maybe genres? Yeah. So 94 is kind of like a feel good, um, you know, action, golden fleece type story. Uh, where there's like a main character who you're rooting for. Okay. And in 99, you're looking at sort of uh, psychological action thriller. Oof. Uh, quite violent, good films. Okay. Good and it's film. not really helped me that much. Every, Obviously, if no, I was to sit here and think for some time, I could probably mm, start to do Number that. 12 is kind of 1999, and it's kind of everyone's favourite film when they're about 17 and, you're, and a boy. Okay. It's a gunny film. Mm, it's a fighty not, film. <laughs> it's a very fighty film. Oh, obviously. Oh. It's a people pleaser. You've got it now, haven't and I'll you, tell you, you, you've, you've nailed me there, because when I was young, yeah. I was like, yeah, I love that film. Yeah, me too, obviously. And I still, I still have a lot of love in my heart for it, but on rewatches, I'm like, oh, it's a bit silly. It's it? just naff, isn't it? It's just a bit naff now. The concept's quite nice. It's got a bit of an M. Night yeah. Shyamalan. It but it's, it's him, too like, far, isn't it? Yeah, kind like, of. When you actually come around, like, I'm fighting myself. It's Fight Club. But you, when you come <laughs> I'm fighting myself. Fight Club, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just a little bit, it's a little bit dark, but yeah. Yeah. I, I remember it being my sister's favourite film, who, and she would only talk about that to you when she was probably about that age. Yeah, classic. Uh, it's daft, mm. but it's fun and it's cool. I think what is I like it still about cool? it. Nah, I think what I like about it is I don't think the Brad Pitt character is cool. very cool, although he's like the most ripped anyone has ever been. Yeah, you got just you got just first of all, let's stop. Yeah, two of those IMDb eight point eight points are for insanely ripped Brad Pitt is. So that's nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, and then eleven is nineteen ninety four, and the main character is played by one of the most famous and beloved Hollywood actors to this day, and he's a bit. Mm, he's a bit on the slow side. He's someone who's maybe, um, yeah. and, and he likes to he likes to sort of say out loud names oh. of the other characters. You've got it now. Oh, hang on, names of the other characters. Yeah, he likes to say them in quite a sort of protracted slow way. way. Yeah, gently. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. For example, he knows what it is. What is it? It's Forrest Gump. It sure is, Buster Brown. Robert Zemeckis is the director yeah. I've not actually heard of mm-hmm. until I looked that up. But anyway, okay. and the female lead is Robin Wright. Obviously, yeah. Tom Hanks is Forrest himself. Um, and he just goes off at the end, and he? he just decides, right, well, I'm just going to walk around the world now. That's it. I'm yeah, done. he just longs it. sort of the ending. <laughs> he just longs it all off. Yeah. He does one, in the words of Jeremy Kyle. He does. The thing, I, I don't know, Lieutenant Dane, I've, I've never really hated one of the main characters in the film quite as much as I hate Jenny. Yeah. I hate yeah. her. She's yeah. awful. She's um, terrible. It's just a, she's, quite abusive. She's an, she's an abuser, the yeah. highest degree. I hate Jenny. I think she comes back and says, this is your kid, by the way. Let's get married. I'm dying. Yeah. The end. And is it suppo- are you supposed to think, because I don't remember this, but are you supposed to think like, oh no, she's like, oh, she's such a bitch. How could she do that to him? Or is it supposed to be like, oh yay, Forrest's got her for two hours before she dies. Mm. It's bittersweet. It's bittersweet. Okay, yeah, well put, well put. That's all I'm going to say. I've already said too much. I've said I hate someone. <laughs> well, it's a fictional person. Is that okay? Yeah. 
Is she the baddie of the film? Oh. Maybe I've interpreted this completely wrongly, but for me, she's the baddie. If you could write us a 500-word essay yeah. on the morals of Forrest Gump and who yeah. you're supposed to like and who you're supposed to hate, please get that to us ASAP. Yeah. We are in need. I mean, Forrest um, doesn't necessarily do all good. No. We can't blame him. Though, no, you can't blame him. Hey, listen, you did very well today. I did. You got the 10 in 16. Uh, 16 you haven't guesses. included that other guest. No, I haven't. No, have Why? Okay, I'm frustrated with myself. Why did I say Once Upon a Time in America before The Good, The Bad and The Ugly? I feel like I knew that was from a different year. Balls. A solid effort there. Come on, um, give me that. Yeah, you can... You can give have, me that, guys. That's can, pretty good. You're not having the whole packet, but you can have a couple of biscuits. Yes. Well, I think that was an admirable effort. Mm. And I think that we'll return to films with a new list one day soon. This podcast was written and performed by Joe Stewart and Ryan Dow.